You are now listening to the Online Course Podcast, the place where online course creators come to learn how to sell more of their online courses. Here's your host, Jono Petrohilos. Okay, hello everybody. Jono here from the Course Creator Community Podcast, and I am super excited because I don't just have one guest with me this week. I've actually got two guests. And not only have I got uh, two guests, but they're very, very special guests. Firstly, because they're all the way across the other side of the world. Uh, I think they're a, they're a day and a half behind me. I think it's 3 p.m. over in um, New York City or wherever they are. And it's you know 6 a.m. Uh, over here in Australia. And you know I, I don't get up for, at 6 a.m. For, for many people unless they're very, very special. So every, everyone's in for a, a good episode today. They also run a podcast. Which I um, which I enjoy. I listen to a lot of podcasts. Actually, no, that's a lie. I listen to hardly any podcasts. I only listen to the very, very good ones, and they're one of the few that that I listen to. So even even if you don't listen to this podcast, make sure you go over and check them out at the Course Creation Podcast, which you can find on iTunes, Spotify, and Google. Uh, and I also recommend following these two on Instagram. Also, the Course Creation Podcast. Not only do they post good content, but it's actually funny. And I don't know about anyone listening, but my news feed just gets so serious, you know, especially with marketers and copywriters. They just, they tell you your pain points and what you're doing wrong. And I get it. It's good marketing, but sometimes it's good to watch some funny and fun stuff as well. And that's what uh, these two do. But anyway, without further ado, let me introduce Natalie and Yasmin from the Course Creation Podcast. How are you two going? Awesome. Thank you so much for having us. We're really excited to be here. I do want to quickly correct you on Instagram. It's coursecreation.com, not the Course Creation oh, Podcast. And yes. you had it right. We changed it recently. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And you can just spell dot as in D-O-T. So Course okay. Creation, D-O-T. I'll, I'll put these links in the show notes as well. So if you're listening, jump on and, and uh, hit the show notes. Now, Natalie and Yasmin, I like to start all my podcasts off with a quote or mantra that inspires you or fires you up. Now, yeah, are you two going to give me one each or do you have a combined one that both of you love with your business? I have my own. So. <laughs> yeah, I think we should give our own. There's oh, a few right. of them. So shoot. Yasmin, you're up first. Awesome. Okay. So there are a lot, but I think one that I always come to is slow down, pause, reflect and iterate. And I think that that's just something that we all need to live and breathe every single day, just to slow down a little bit and see what's working and what's not working and change things because what works for you today may not work for you tomorrow. Yes. Love that. And is that, is that a daily practice you do Yasmin or a weekly practice or? It's something that I'm definitely conscious of every single day. And at least for 20 minutes a day, I think it's really important. I, I, I try to be present with myself for at least 20 minutes a day to just see what's working and what's not so that I can set the right intentions for the day. Love that. I, I, I'm a big fan of that. I do it myself as well. I like an hour, whether it ends up being an hour or not, uh, but I at least book in my calendar an hour just to, uh, to slow down and reflect. So love that. Natalie, what about you? What have you got for us? So mine's more of a saying, and I kind of like to adhere to it in in our business and in every new venture that we take on. But um, early on when we started our business, I really don't remember who said this to us, but they said, it's going to take a hundred no's to get to one yes. Mm. And I feel like that statement for me, it just always humbles me. 
You know, it's like whatever you do in your life, whatever venture you take on, whatever offer you're creating or membership or anything, just know that rejection is ahead and that is okay. It just means you're getting closer to success. Yes, love that. I use um, a similar one myself. The quote I like is, um, I never lose. I either win or I learn. And I think that's a yeah. good way to look at it. You know, if I've, I've got 100 leads and I call all 100 of them and it takes 99 of them that say no and one says yes, that's great. I got that one yes. But those 99, I've learned something. You know, I've yeah. learned, okay, how can I craft my sales pitch? You know, what objections are coming up? Um, you know, how can I better handle those objections later so it can actually be a, a win there? And I'm also a big fan of um, Grant Cardone. Is he popular in, in America too, Grant Cardone? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. we've heard of him. Awesome. Cool. He's got a, a saying 10x where it's like whatever you think, whatever the amount of effort that you think it's going to take times that by 10 and that's a little bit closer. So, you know, if you think that you're just going to get 10 leads and one of them is going to buy, it's probably, I mean, my math sucks, but I think that's at least a hundred, you know, to, to get you <laughs> yeah. there. So yeah, love no, that's those. great. I love that too. Awesome. Well, hey, I want to speak a little bit about um, the philosophy you two have on how to create and sell courses because I like it because it's it's great and it's different. Just before we get to that, I'd love for you two to tell our listeners what it is you actually do or, or what it is you actually sell because we know you've got a podcast. We know you're quite fun on Instagram, but what's the back end? What, what is it you, you two actually help course creators with? Yeah. So I think before we can really answer what it is that we sell, I want to give a little bit of a background of where we come from. And Yasmin and I come from the video production world. For the past 10 years, we were building a very successful video agency called NYB Media. Um, and then when the pandemic hit, a lot of things changed. Obviously, we couldn't you know, gather in studios to create content anymore. And we had to take our business virtual. Um, and that's when we sort of shifted our attention to creating courses. Uh, we started out by creating a lot of courses around video. Like I said, we have the video starter guide. We have the video boot camp. Uh, we have videos for bosses. It's all video, 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 because we found that that was a huge struggle for a lot of entrepreneurs, um, just getting behind and understanding the tech. Um, and then now we've slowly shifted our attention and our focus to course creation in general. And that was because in our own journey of creating our video courses, we learned a ton and we experienced a lot of failure and we made a lot of mistakes. And I'm not saying by any means that we figured it out because I think that a good entrepreneur is always iterating and always challenging themselves and always trying to figure out what's next. But um, we can definitely say where we went wrong and what's kind of worked. Awesome. Love it. All right, cool. Well, hey, that's what I would love to talk about today as well. This journey and what worked and what didn't work. And what I thought could be fun is if you two sort of share one of each and we just go for the next 25, 30 minutes and, and we give uh, you know, four or five tips each. Um, who wants to do the things you did right and who wants to do the things you did wrong? I know Maybe we can, we can pick you back. We can pick you back on it. But I think I can start off with what we did wrong or what you should not do when <laughs> yes, you first love these ones. start your journey. And then I we love, can go back love, and forth. Well, there. I love hearing these ones because it doesn't make me feel as bad. I'm like, thank God I wasn't the only one that made this mistake. Absolutely. Okay. Right. So why don't we get started? <laughs> yes. All right. What's number one, Yasmin? Okay. Number one, when you are setting out on your course creation journey, do not create your full course mm. before validating it and making sure that 
there is a market for it and that you actually make sales create before you create your so that's something to not do do not create your entire course before you actually sell it yes love it all right let's go deeper because i think even in that one sentence there's so many good points going on there so let's start with um let's start with the validation side what what is validation Nat or Yasmin, either of you can answer this one for me. If someone's listening to this, they're like, what does she mean by validate? Does that mean that other people have similar courses so I can create one? And, you know, because other people have got one, then I can have one as well. Is that what validation is? Or what does validation mean to you two? Let's take a quick break. If you want tips and strategies on how to start, grow, and monetize your business online, check out the Digital Revolution podcast with Eli Adams. We interview digital experts from around the world that share their personal stories. They talk about what they're currently working on and where they see the future going. But most importantly, they share tactics in their specific area of expertise with the hope of helping you improve your digital presence online. You can listen to the Digital Revolution podcast on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio, or simply click on the link in the show notes below. I think, and I'm glad you said what you mean to us, because validation can mean different to a whole host of people. Um, We've heard from others say, if other people are creating courses like yours, then that validates your course idea. And we don't necessarily agree with that because um, if you're just like a dime a dozen, there's a ton of people creating the same content. How do you stand out? Mm -hmm. And the way that you stand out is let's say if you're an influencer, right, you've got a huge following. And when you come out with a course offering, people are like, okay, I trust you. I know who you are. I've been following your community. So I'm going to invest in your product. That makes you stand out. But when you're starting out, more times than none, you don't have that following. You don't have that community. So you have to differentiate yourself somehow. You have to like one up them somehow. And so to us, validating in the simplest way, and this is something that we found out that works, but it takes a little bit of investment. So you have to be willing to spend a little bit of money to answer your question is we like to do it to cold traffic. That's our strategy. You know, um, we're trying many different strategies. There's, there's building a community and, and interviewing your people and giving away stuff for free and getting feedback. But that seemed like a really long road to us. <laughs> and, and we weren't willing to commit to that. So one of the ways that we like to validate our ideas is we put together a sales page first before we ever create the offer. Sales page, it's such a beautiful map of putting together your marketing and your offer at the same time, right? Because you can map out your offer, you can put it on paper, and you can also you know, start putting together why it's important to others. Um, so once you have your sales page, throw a little bit of like advertising dollars and see what sticks. And um, we've found that anything over like a 5% conversion rate, then you've got something good there. But again, you'd have to be willing to spend a little bit of money. Um, I would say anywhere between like 300 to a thousand dollars. And I know it's a lot of money for a lot of people who are starting out, but it's a great quick way to validate an offer, right? It's also a quick way to lose a lot of money. Um, so, so, you know, be willing to take that risk, but if there's an overarching, you know, answer that we can get from that is that whatever you put on that sales page, you're getting people to a place of yes. And that's what validating an offer means to me, because you could speak to five people and say, Hey, 
would you like this? It still doesn't mean that a thousand people are going to buy that. Right. Mm. Um, so to me, if you, I don't know, in, in a Facebook group or you put some ads behind it or do a poll on Instagram, whatever access you have to a large amount of people who can say yes, that is validation in my opinion. Love it. Now, let me just uh, ask a question there. What does say yes mean? Does that say they're interested? Have they given you your, their credit card details? Have they given you their email and said, yeah, let me know when it launches? What What does say yes mean? Yeah, they put their money where their mouth is. Yeah, love it. Love <laughs> so it. it's kind of like to us, uh, pretty much every validation we've ever done is like they have to buy. So, mm-hmm. um, and from the other perspective to answer your question too, I mean, it depends how your course structure is also formulated. So a lot of times you can actually have an offer that costs X amount of money and people obviously have to give, um, their credit card information to opt in and say yes. And then like you mentioned, um, quickly, there's also, if you have an enrollment and you're just opening enrollment and it's coming up, maybe that doesn't necessarily require, um, and a credit card, um, to be, you know, um, to be given, but still you are getting that. Yes. You are seeing that people cold traffic, people who have no connection to you, who don't know you at all, you're building trust with them and they're showing interest. So that's a really good sign. Yes. Love it. Okay. So many good points there. Once again, we, we're probably going to spend the whole podcast just on this one point here. So let me expand and, and give um, my insights here and then follow up some questions as well. So I love how you mentioned, okay, other people have got courses and that may look like, well, hold on. There's this other person that's got courses and they're selling all of them and they're selling them for a thousand bucks. And my course is better than them. And I'm better than them. So my course is going to sell better. And I see that a lot in course creators. I used to think like that myself. I used to think there's no possible way my course is not going to sell. My content is so good. Even though I had no following, my content is so good. There's no possible way this isn't going to sell. Little did I know it's got nothing to do. Well, to start with, it's got nothing to do with how good the course is. It's if you can actually get that in front of people. And I think a lot of people listening will think that as well, where it's like, okay, hey, your content is good. That's great. Uh, but that's not going to make the sales. And someone else is making a lot of sales from it. Great. They've already got a following. They've already got the trust there. It's a lot easier for them. Uh, I love the cold. Let's, let me where's that here. And I love even, even if we go back to the whole idea of, okay, cool, let's sell it first before we build it. I even take that on board with everything I do now. Even like if I'm going to give away something for free in my community, I won't like a little free training, a 10 minute free training. I won't even do that 10, that free 10 minute training unless I get a lot of comments on the Facebook post. I'll make a post in my group. Hey, I've just created this free training. Training. Who wants it? If like two people comment, I'll just delete that post, you know? Uh, but if a whole heap of people comment, okay, this is something good. Let me actually put some effort into it and, and do it. So I love that. Uh, mm-hmm. I love the cold traffic And the money side of things, because like someone might listen to this and be like, okay, you know, 300 to a thousand dollars, you know, that's a lot of money. I I don't have that time. It's, I think it gets to a point. Do you really want to be a course creator or not? And I guess maybe entrepreneur is the better word. Like if you want to be a, a course creator, like it or not, you're an entrepreneur. If you want to sell that course anyway, you can create a course for free and okay, maybe you're a course creator, but if you actually want to sell that course, you're an entrepreneur, whether you like it or not. So you actually need to sell that side of things there. And if someone's listening to this, they're like, well, hold on, I don't have 300 to 1,000 bucks. There's a few different ways to look at it. Could be like, you started up a business without a 1,000 bucks in your pocket. What are you doing? 
you know, go and at least get a job and, and build up a bit of a buffer first, you know, or, or save some money first. But the other way to look at it is, okay, hold on. So you're not going to spend a thousand bucks, but you're going to spend four hours a day on social media every day for a month. Hold on. What's the value on that? And I, I, I did the sums the other day. I did a live video on this. So I compared it with uh, driving an Uber. Over here in Australia, you make $20 an hour driving an Uber. Is it similar where you are? Give or take. I think wages, I think they get tips and that over there. So it's a bit different, yeah. but we don't have tips over here. So you get a wage of, you know, $20. Yes. And I, I did the math. If you do that for, let's say you're on, let's even say two hours a day. You're on social media, two hours a day, posting and liking and commenting and whatever. Uh, and let's just say you compared it to driving an Uber for 20 bucks an hour. Like you got a choice. You can either spend, that time is worth 40 bucks then. Right, that's sort of like okay. Mm -hmm. You can spend two hours a day every day for a month on social media, or you could. I'm just using Uber as an example. I'm not saying you mm -hmm. go out and drive an Uber, but just to highlight <laughs> the example, um, it could be better off that you go out and just drive an Uber for two hours a day every day for a month. You put twenty dollars of that Uber into your Facebook ads for the for the for the month. You keep twenty for yourself. You're ahead of that person that just went organically. Okay, they've spent two hours of, of their 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 day and haven't and haven't gotten out to a cold audience. Whereas you yourself, you've spent twenty bucks a day getting out in front of a cold audience, and you've made twenty bucks from Uber as well. So I think it's just a, another way to look at it. I think the catch there is you need to know a thing or two about Facebook ads, though. I'm curious your opinion on that because I think if you don't know anything about Facebook ads and you just go on there and you you boost a post and you don't know your your copy or your photo or your targeting or whatever, um, it's a quick way to fail. What's what, what's your, what's yeah. your opinion on that, both of you two? That, that's that's a really good point. I think maybe we jumped the gun a little bit. I mean, <laughs> mm -hmm. you still you still should have some frame of reference for like sales copy, sales mm -hmm. page, and understand a little bit about Facebook advertising. And for me, that still comes down to like if you're gonna get into this industry, make sure you invest in a mentor, mm -hmm. make sure you're working with a coach, somebody who will not lead you astray, who will show you the ropes because. That's, again, the biggest mistake everybody makes when they get into this industry. And this, we did that was, oh, I want to sell a course. So I'm going to go and make it first. So I actually <laughs> have the product to sell. Yeah. But okay, you spent what, two, three months making a course, then you put it up and nobody bought it. Mm. Like, do yourself the due diligence to invest in yourself, whether mm -hmm. you have $1,000 when you're starting out or not, invest in a mentor who's going mm -hmm. to show you that foundation, right? Like sales copy, sales page, creating a great offer, Facebook advertising, you know, work with your mentor, work with your coach, and then put some money to cold traffic and see what it does. And again, this is just our opinion. <laughs> I know there's a lot of mm -hmm. people out there who have their own but I'm so glad you mentioned that comparison of like, if you were going to do it organic, how much is your time worth, mm. you know? And that was what it came down to us. Like, it takes months to years to build like mm. an amazing following on social media. And mm. we've been doing this for years and we're all, we're still struggling with that. And we're posting mm. every single day. Like, mm. can you imagine how much time and dedication you need to become an influencer, to create a community? To then it's like running a business, yeah. getting a, getting mm. a, building a followership is a business on its own. And as an entrepreneur, you have so many 
so many things you need to take care of, like the learning, like you said, how do you even know that Facebook ads is a strategy? This is not something that we knew right away going into this. This is something that we learned over time. And of course, um, we are hackers. So as an entrepreneur, you have to be a hacker. You have to be interested in learning and not giving up and not thinking that, oh God, I have to have all the answers today. It's a Mm. journey and it's a process. So, you know, like Natalie said, the course creation journey, it's not, it's, it's something that takes time and we didn't come to all of these conclusions and ways um, right away, but having a great mentor or a coach is really, really important. And another piece of advice is don't listen to too many voices. Mm choose a mentor, choose somebody who seems to be the right fit and go through the course of working with them. And then you'll develop and and you'll find your people. The truth is, as with starting any business, you are going to have to make an investment. And yes, sometimes an investment you're going to make is not going to be necessarily the best investment, but it's Mm. going to get you to the next step. And it's a stepping stone to the next level. And that's something that we experience. We've spent thousands of dollars on coaching too, aside from Facebook ads. Okay, guys, like that's where our journey started before Facebook ads. It was the coaching, the mentoring. And only honestly, I have to say today, do we have a coach who really resonates with us, who we really look up to and who fits with where we are in our business and in our course creation journey to scale to the next level. So just take it step by step. By the way, I just want to say Yasmin's mention of don't listen to too many people is another mistake. So if we're talking Mm. about mistakes to make, that's a mistake. Don't listen to too many people. I don't know if that was going to be one of your questions. (laughs) Yes. Well, let's piggyback off. I just want to finish off one thing on Facebook ads, then we'll move Mm -hmm. on here because I think, Yasmin, you made some amazing points there as well. Um, Just my my, my final, I think actually two little add-ons I want to do with Facebook ads is number one, as Natalie said, hey, do some research, you know, at least go out and post in a couple Facebook groups and see what photo gets the most hits or what um, you know, headline gets the most hits. And then once you've got a few, you can go on Facebook ads. And the other thing with Facebook ads is you can turn it off early if it's not working well. If you're like, right, I got my thousand bucks, you know, let me put it on Facebook ads. You know, a couple days in, if you've got no hits, no leads, no clicks, no sales, like don't keep running that thing and waste a thousand bucks. Turn it off and say, all right, well, look, I spent a hundred bucks. It didn't get the result I wanted for. Okay, let me change some things and, and go again. So I think that's important Facebook ads. So, okay, cool. And I just so- want to quickly add um, mm-hmm. with Facebook ads, it does take about a week for the pixel to start firing back and feed information back to Facebook. So definitely run it over a week. If you want to like create, like set a small budget so you don't spend your entire thousand dollars in a week, you know what I mean? But at least run it for a week so that the information can get fed back into Facebook. And then your ads, they go through that learning stage. They know more about targeting, right? So, um, that's just one little tip. Yes, good point. Yeah, sorry, I should have explained that. So don't don't just run it for two days and be like, ah, I got no leads. Let me turn it off for two days. Give it a little bit of time to run there as well. Mm-hmm. Awesome. All right, Definitely. cool. So now let's speak about, well, we can go so many different ways in terms of mentors, journey, business. So, right, yeah, cool. So let's even just, I'll give a bit of a recap there and then we'll go deeper. So 100% because on social media, everyone, there's a few different ways. Everyone's trying to sell you their own stuff. 
right? There's someone on there that's like, hey, LinkedIn is the way to go. Why would you pay money on Facebook? Because you can just go on LinkedIn. And then there's other people telling you, YouTube's the way to go. You know, you get this on YouTube. And if you don't know what you're doing, it's very, or if you're new to the game, it's very easy just to be like, oh, well, I need to have LinkedIn. I need to have a YouTube channel and I need to have a Facebook group and I need to run Facebook mm-hmm. ads and I need to have amazing video. And I need to have amazing audio and I need to build my following and I need to launch. I need to know webinars and you're not going to get shit done. You try and do I mean, all how that. exhausting is that? <laughs> Even thinking yeah. about it, you know, I need to go and have a nap after just uh, saying that sentence. Now, actually going and learning that, you know. So, I think there's a few things going on there. Firstly, mm-hmm. uh, don't listen to all the different people, and and not saying any of them are wrong. It's just everyone's a everyone's got an agenda that they're trying to do themselves, but also b it might work for them. You know, you two are really good on video. You know, I've seen your I haven't seen your YouTube channel actually, but I watch you on Instagram, and you're really really good on video. There may be other people that suck on video. So if they suck on video, and obviously they can get better and it's important of all of that, but maybe it's not the best strategy. You know, maybe there's someone else that's that's great on um on Instagram. You know, me myself, I take a selfie and I lose followers. Instagram's not the platform for me, you know? But if someone else is is more phonogenic, you know, it's it could be better for them. So uh, I think it's important that that stage there. And then also on, on the journey too, where it's like, even if you do need to learn all of these things, hey, start with one. So I'm curious about your story. Which one did you, how did you go about starting it? I'll ask that to you too. And then we'll see where it leads. Yeah, yeah. I think for for me, and I'm going to speak for me, although I should speak for us, but um, <laughs> um, you know, it, you get this shiny object syndrome, especially when you just start out. It's like you, you see the ads from all these people, you see people on social and you're like, Oh, this person's really successful. That person, I want to, I want to be where they are. So, you know, it, it, that's normal. And that happens. But um, if there is a piece of advice, I would say is pick one outlet, whether it be Instagram, mm. YouTube, LinkedIn, and like master that. Yeah. And if your mentor is a master in that, follow in their footsteps. Don't try to do it all because you're going to end up doing nothing, which is kind of what you said earlier. Mm. Um, and we chose Instagram because uh, it's it's a it's a platform, to be honest, that's kind of dear to our heart mm. in the sense that we've been on it for years, but um, not utilizing it like we should be. Um, and now we're finally giving it the attention that it deserves. But I also want to mention that we did go out and create a podcast that we still have. And we do have a YouTube channel that we still work on. Um, and we do still do Facebook advertising. But um, this is all information that we've collected over our time of, you know, creating courses. This isn't something that we built overnight. Um, and I wouldn't recommend that anyone do it overnight, like mm. focus on one thing and do that one thing really, really well. Love that. I'll pick yeah, you back. I'd love to, yeah. sorry to, sorry, Joan. I'm, I'd love to echo what Natalie said. So I think the takeaway is to truly stick to one platform that you feel comfortable with. And, and like she said, master it, and, and then you can move on to the next and to also, um, mention one of the first things that we did do before focusing on Instagram actually in our course creation journey was our podcast. And our podcast was a fantastic tool for us to not only learn, but connect with other Mm. amazing course creators in the space within their own niche. Now they weren't all the people who we connected with were not all, um, you know, they're not all video experts or not all they were 
course creators. They were, they were um, copywriters. They were uh, health and fitness experts who were creating courses. People from different industries and sectors who had um, different ways of reaching success. Now, when we say don't listen to everyone, every single person who was a guest on our show had their own strategy. So you mm -hmm. can imagine we had to be very clear in getting that information, soaking in information, learning, but not sticking to every single you know strategy mm -hmm. that each person told us to follow because it worked for them. We had to figure out our own strategy and needed to still have a coach mentor who was really focusing on us and what we were setting out to do. But I think just going back to um, the benefits of having a podcast, it's a fantastic way to network with people who you would normally not be able to reach out to. Right now, people are all about um, serving, providing information. It's beneficial. This is exactly what we're doing right now. We're networking. Um, you know, we get to meet your audience. You get to meet our audience by us sharing this, um, you know, amazing podcast that we're recording right now. <laughs> but essentially, it's just a fantastic way to, um, to learn and and there's not a whole lot to it. And it's also a really great platform um, to uh, to build a reputation on as well. So I, I am a big fan of podcasts. I think for anyone who might be new, don't be afraid to put yourself out there. You don't need a whole lot of experience. And one last thing I'm going to say about this and one tip as to how, because we're video experts, I have to make this insert. But when you are completely new, it does not matter whether you have one follower on Instagram or a hundred thousand followers, one way that you can really engage with people and invite them to be on your show, for example, is to get on a video message and send video messages instead of an email or a text message or, or, you know, and, and any other form of message, video messages work wonders. I promise you, if you use this tactic, nine out of 10 people will say yes to you, if not 10 out of 10. Wow. Awesome. Such good tips mm -hmm. from both people there. Let me piggyback off both. I love Natalie's um, one outlet or one social media platform because here's the thing. They all work. It's not like one is, is better than the other. Like they all work. It's just which one is going to work best for you with your business, with your strategy. And the only way is just to, to try and see one. Well, step one is to try it and see what happens. Uh, and then well, let me go a bit deeper there. Ideally with a mentor or a coach. And if you're listening to this and you may be like, because a lot of high ticket gurus out there, right? You have to pay $5,000, $10,000 to work with them. Not saying that's a bad thing, but if you if that is a lot of money at this stage, there's there's always um, options you can go for, whether it's jumping on Udemy and doing a course on how to YouTube, whether you know someone's at least got a free course. They're going to sell you their main thing at the end of that free course, but you can at least start with the free course and go there or the $37 course or, or whatever it may be. And it might just get you started. You might just do, you might, you might have no idea on Instagram as an example. Great. Go and do a basic course on Instagram. You'll learn enough to make a couple sales. Great. Those few sales you made, now you may reinvest them and do someone's $300 course on Instagram. Great. Now you've made a thousand bucks. Now you go out and invest in someone's thousand dollar course and then you'll learn how to make five, 10, 15, $20,000. So, and that goes back to the journey as well. It may not be the best just to go straight out and, and do this thing here. But what's important is pick that one platform, go all in on that one platform, ideally with a mentor or a strategy, or you've done a course, follow that. And it will at least point you in the right direction. 
you'll either be like, okay, I can see where this works. If I can just get a few extra followers or clicking or you know, take a few extra videos or increase my sales page, you know, I can see this working and you'll go out and you'll study and you'll try things and you'll make it work or the opposite. You'll be like, Hey, this works for fitness people or this works for business people but I'm a mortgage broker. This isn't the style for me. Let me go and try another platform. Either way is fine, but just go all in, try that one. You're going to work. You're going to find out if it, if it works or it doesn't. So I think that was an awesome bit of advice there. Um, yeah. Love Yasmin's advice for, for podcasting. I, I can't put it in words. So like I, I um, let me think how I can put this. Yeah. I guess, yeah. The advantage of the podcast is firstly you learn, you know, it's like, all right, if, and I think they're both skills, both learning and networking as well. It's like, um, say, I'm going to use myself as an example, hosting this podcast. This is the equivalent to me going and reading a book for an hour, which is good anyway. I would have done that anyway to go to read a book. But here's just another way for me to learn here as, as the podcast host is I can just bring guests on there. Uh, and what's just as important in, le- in learning is the networking. There's an old saying, you know, your, your net worth is, is worth, what is it? Your network is your net worth or something like mm-hmm. that. Uh, and let's just put this in example. Let's say, so me, me, I do something similar to Natalie and Yasmin, right? And let's say we wanted to do a collaboration. Let's say Natalie and Yasmin are like, hey, Jono, we've actually got this, you know, this, this um, course we've got. It's usually a couple hundred bucks, but we're doing it for $37. You know, any chance we can promote it to your list or do you want to do an affiliate or, or whatever it may be. Now, if I hadn't met these two before, I'm not even opening their message. Right. But if I've been on them and we've had a podcast together and they're cool and they've given value for my audience, I'd almost be an asshole if I did it. I'm like, well, hold on. You know, these two gave me the, assuming it was all a fit, right? It would be mm-hmm. like, well, hold on. These two gave up, you know, an hour of their time and helped out my thing. The least I can do is send an email that to my list or let them do a Facebook post in, in my group or, or whatever it may be. So it's like the step in that direction. If that's, I guess, the way I look at it. If you want to, you know, get affiliates or just, you know, get other people to shout you out on social media, whatever it may be, the podcast is a really, really good step. So I love that you've, you've mentioned that. And it's, it's, it's good because you've got so many options. It's like, all right, you record a podcast, you can do it live in your Facebook group if you want. So it's like, cool, there's content for your Facebook group. Mm-hmm. Great. Cut the audio and put it on iTunes. Now you've got it on iTunes as well. You know, great. You know, if you're to a video people, put it on YouTube as well. You know, it might not be the best content for YouTube, but at least gives you another um, thing to post there. You know, great. You know, take the 10 minutes of it and put it on your Instagram TV or cut it up and put it in some stories. Like it's just an easy way to come up with content as well. Without you, like I haven't had to do anything. I've just asked two or three questions and you two have come up with all the content, you know? So it's just <laughs> anyone that's that's struggling with content, you know, it's a good way to get content out there. And I love that video tip. I've never tried that myself, but I'm going to, as soon as I get off this podcast, I'm going to um, wait till it gets a bit sunnier here in Australia, do my hair and then, you know, t- send a few video podcasts <laughs> out, uh, video messages out. Um, hey, I want to be sensitive of your time. So there's just a few questions I always like to finish up with and I think you two will like it because it's actually around mentors. You've dropped mentors and coaches plenty of times through this podcast. I'm I'm a huge fan myself. I'm always reading, always have a coach, always have a mentor, always doing courses. I'm curious to hear who your best mentors have been. And if you can answer it in three different ways, if you two could give me a book that you read and you recommend every course creator should read, that'll help them be more successful at what they do, an unpaid mentor. So someone that you haven't paid money to, but you, you, know, you listen to their podcast, you follow them on Instagram, you watch their YouTube videos, whatever it may be, and then a paid mentor, someone that you've actually paid money to and you've done their course or they've been your business coach or whatever it may be. What can you tell us there? Books, unpaid, paid. 
Ooh, this is good. <laughs> cool so, to go first. Yeah, I think I think we can both. Um, I don't know if you have a different answer, Natalie, but I think our paid mentor would be the same individual. Um, and I can and I can answer that. It, we love Russell Brunson. Um, oh. He has been an incredible uh, mentor to us. And we're just scratching the surface with him. I think he's just has so much valuable insight and I highly encourage, I just love how tactical he is and everything that he does. And he always um, just, not only does he share the information, but he shows you the way to make it happen. And he, whether or not you work with him one-on-one, there's this accountability that's in the air with him. That's extremely inspiring. So that would be my answer for a paid mentor. And I just want to add, mm-hmm. if you're just starting out and you're not ready to shell out $5,000 to work with a mentor, Russell Brunson has a ton of like low ticket offers that can get you started and in, in honestly the best foot possible, in my opinion. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, ClickFunnels is a robust, robust, amazing tool. And he heavily, heavily, heavily invests in the education behind it. So if you are already using that tool, then why not also, you know, subscribe to some of the things that can help you do amazing in it. Yeah. And I think it's five day lead challenges free too, right? So mm-hmm. you can totally take advantage of that. It's such a good gateway. Uh, and we I'm should like sure drop an will... affiliate link here. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Drop it in. I'll add that too. Um, I was going to add in there, so I'm not sure if this is your books, but my two favorite books from Russell Brunson is Expert Secrets and Traffic Secrets. Now, I think, honestly, I think those two books are worth $5,000 each. Literally, I've paid $5,000 for coaches and courses, Mm -hmm. and I've learned more out of one of those books. Expert Secrets is essentially how to launch an online course. Mm-hmm. Yep. If you do nothing else, buy his book for seven bucks or whatever he's probably get it for free shipping with all his specials or whatever. But if you buy that expert secrets book, I literally think you won't be able to get a better course or coach for under $5,000 than that book there. And also it's not a book where you just, you read it in a day or whatever. Like it's a textbook. You mm-hmm. could spend three months just, okay, let me read this chapter. Let me implement this chapter for this week. Great. I'm not moving on to that next chapter till I've done that. And then his traffic secrets. You two mentioned earlier about the um, uh, the red ocean, blue ocean style. And I was going to bring it up then. I'm like, hey, read, read, read Russell Brunson's traffic secrets there. Mm-hmm. If you need help getting traffic, once again, unless you want to pay more than $5,000, go and read traffic secrets. And he speaks a lot about the podcast in there as well. I'm not sure if you remember Yasmin, but very similar to what you mentioned there. So I just wanted to piggyback there. Awesome. All right. What about unpaid and books? So I wasn't going to say Russell Brunson for the books because oh. that would be a double. Um, mm. So, but uh, yes, read those books 100%. Um, I would say in this industry, if you want to be successful, you have to commit to doing habits every single day and repeating mm. yourself like clockwork and it can get monotonous, but it's so important. And so I would recommend um, Atomic Habits by mm. James... What's his name? What's his, uh, I forget his James. James I forget his- yes. Yeah. So I mean, like, I think that's, that's like kind of 
what I would recommend for anyone starting out, just be prepared that you're just going to have to continuously commit to whatever you're doing and do it over and over again in the face of rejection. And this is such a good book to building great habits. Yes, agree. Okay. Unpaid mentors. Unpaid mentors. Who's one, well, I think, I think the one person we should follow on social media is definitely coursecreation.com. I think there's one person who yes, yes. course and listen to the course creation podcast. Um, yes. But apart from that, who's someone else we should follow on social media that can give us good tips? Honestly, I'm just going to say one, one person, she's big. She's a guru. You already know of her probably Marie Forleo. And I just, one thing is everything is figure outable. That statement Mm. that she has basically trademarked is so key and important for everybody to just stamp in their minds because everything truly is figure outable. And I just love that she's down to earth. She just, she's herself. Um, I think that we all need to make sure that we are ourselves and we shine as who we are and not try to be anybody else or anything. And you have an incredible story wherever you come from. There's a background in history and bring that into your course creation journey because people need to get to know you and get to learn about you. So don't try to put up a front. And I think she does that really, really well. So we, we've always looked up to her, even when we weren't course creators and we were running our other agency and business. So she'd be my, she would be my girl recommendation. Yeah. And I want to add another one to that. Uh, I've recently been listening a lot to Brene Brown's Dare Dare to Lead podcast. She's not in the course creation world, but sometimes you need to like step out (laughs) of the course creation world and just like humble yourself and I feel like that's what happens in every episode. I'm just like, I learned something valuable and I feel so grounded. And I also know what my purpose is and what I'm here to do. And I think it's important just like as a well-rounded entrepreneur. Yes, I agree. hundred percent. Well, hey, that's everything I wanted to cover for today. Is there anything I should have asked you, but forgot to, or is there anything you two want to finish us off with? I think that would be here forever if there was more <laughs> questions uh, because there's a ton that, um, you know, a ton of mistakes. And I, I think that, you know, I saw um, a reel on Instagram the other day and it was another course creator that we like follow. And she was saying, here's how I hit seven figures in seven years. And these are all the mistakes that I made. And then she started pointing, you know, at empty space because she's like, every mistake that I made was a learning opportunity and I Love wouldn't it. change it for the world. So, so I think that if there's any way that we would leave this as, yes, we talked about all the mistakes that you shouldn't make, but just remember that there you needed to make those to get to where you are today. So it's okay if you failed. It just means you're closer to mm-hmm. success. And like you said, Jono, they're not failures. They're all wins or learning opportunities. So scratch failure out of, out of your vocabulary. You're constantly winning, celebrate all the wins and learning. So congratulations on this journey, guys. It's really <laughs> exciting. Awesome. Well, thank you too very much for your time. Thank Thank you you so much for having us. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please share it with your friends. And don't forget to leave us a five-star review on iTunes. Check out the show notes for more free resources on how to sell more of your online courses.